You're listening to the What the Chuck podcast with Megan Rage. You guys, I'm recording with my new microphone thing. It came last Wednesday. Brett set it up. Um, I did a little test with my sound. It just feels great to be able to like, I don't know, move my head around while I'm talking, not have to look at the back of a box the entire time I'm recording my podcast. I do still need to get some soundproofing up in here because I think it sounds a little echoey. Actually, hold that thought. Let me shut the door. It's trial and error, people, you know? All right. Next step is I need a new chair because the chair that I have in here is a nightmare. Okay, let me get myself set up properly in the right height. Okay, we're in business. So it's been, first of all, it's Brett's birthday. Happy birthday, Brett. Well, when you're listening to this, it will be the day after his birthday, but I'm recording this on his birthday. He's gone right now. He had to go do something for work, but we've had a nightmare 12 hours. So I feel like Brett doesn't even feel like it's his birthday. Like, obviously I woke up this morning and wished him a happy birthday, but shit has literally been hitting the fan for the past 12 hours. Let me just tell you. I am doing this podcast a lot earlier than I normally do it, like recording it, because I've already been up for a long time, number one. Number two, I need to distract myself because I'm not allowed to use the bathroom in our house right now, and I have to pee real bad. I'm really parched. I want to drink a coffee. I want to have some food, but I cannot risk anything coming out of the lower extrem my lower extremities. Well, I guess that's wrong. Anyways, I can't risk going to the bathroom, so I can't drink anything. I can't eat anything. So I need a distraction. So what better time than right now to do my podcast? So why can't I eat anything? Why can't I drink anything? Why am I not allowed to use the bathroom? Let me just tell you. Yesterday, it was Monday. We were going to make dinner. We bought stuff to make chicken cordon blues for the week. Brett was actually going to make them. Well, I was going to try to help, but you know, not the best help in the world when it comes to cooking. Brett's always like, why don't you help? And I'm like, do you want to have a nice dinner or a bad dinner? It's up to you. Because last week he tried to have me fry a couple eggs. And let me tell you, I don't know what kind of eggs they were. They ended up being, but they were not fried. They were like cremated. So the plan last night was to make these chicken cordon blues and have dinner. But I was scrolling through Instagram and I noticed that Hawks Provisions and Public House on Alhambra had lobster rolls. And Brett and I love a lobster roll. So we ended up going to Hawks for dinner. We got there and the front patio was packed and I was second, second, like kind of second guessing it. I was like, oh, should we just get it to go? But then, you know, they recognize us when we walk in because we go so often and they were like, well, you can sit in the back patio. There's no one out there. So we literally had our old, our own like private patio to sit on to enjoy a nice birthday dinner for Brett. My levels look low. Oh, how is this? Am I talking loud enough? I'm worried that this isn't loud enough. Okay, let's keep it moving. So we had our own private patio. We have a bottle of rosé. It's so nice. It's a little on the warm side, but anyways, we 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 eat our dinner. They bring us out a complimentary dessert, and then Brett's like, fuck it. Should we go get a bottle of wine for at home? We've been binge watching the original Jersey Shore, so, you know. We had a lot to do when we got home. So we get home or we go to Safeway, the one on Alhambra. By the way, they've done some major remodeling in there. It looks so much different. It looks so good. Um, we come home and we start watching the Jersey Shore. So about halfway through the first episode, I didn't really want a bunch of ex like wine. I just wanted like a glass. So Brett had had 
pretty much the rest of it. So I we we pause the Jersey Shore so that Brett can go to the bathroom. We have one half bath downstairs and our two full baths are upstairs, one in our master and then one just in the hallway. And those have those are full baths. So Brett goes down to the downstairs bathroom, which we rarely ever use. It's pretty much just like the bathroom when people are at the pool or the guest bathroom. And he goes, oh, my God, come here. And I'm like, I don't want to get up. Just tell me. So we got we get sprayed for bugs every other month. So I just thought maybe there was like a dead bug in the bathroom that he wanted to show me. And I was like, I don't fucking want to see that. So I was just like, just tell me. And he's like, no, seriously, you have to come here. So I get up. The entire bathroom is covered in shit, literal shit, piss, like red chunks of something like none of this came from us. We do not you like we I went in that bathroom before we left to wash my hands and it was not like this. Then we went to dinner, then we came home and then fast forward an hour or so and this happened. There is water everywhere the toilet is like overflowed and Brett when he first moved to America he worked for a plumbing company before he got his job where he works now and so I'm like in my head like okay like whatever like fix it like you can you can get it out like you know figure it out so we're getting all the shit out of the bathroom putting junk sorry I couldn't hear what you said shut up Siri I'm not talking to you (laughs) so we're putting all these like junk towels on the floor Brett's trying to fix it. He can't. And he's like, go upstairs and start flushing the upstairs toilets. So we're flushing the upstairs toilets. And one of them is making it like overflow. And the other one is having no effect. It's literally a nightmare. I'm trying to keep Chuck from going in that direction. I'm trying to take everything out of the bathroom and put it outside. Brett grabs the nice fancy towels, the ones that you don't touch, and tries to put them on the floor. And I'm like, don't put those towels on the floor. Like, it's chaos. And on top of that, he's like a bottle and a half of wine deep. And if you've met Brett before, you know that he is a master over exaggerator. So he is saying oh, the bathroom's going to be ruined. And he's telling me that I have to throw, uh, that he needs more towels. And I told him that we don't have any more junk towels to use. And so he's telling me that I have to go find some. He's telling telling me that I have to throw the $30 trash can that's in the bathroom away. I'm like, "Uh, I'm not throwing this away. Just relax. He is, when he, when something chaotic happens, he can't handle it. Like he comes to a boiling point and he just thinks it's the end of the world. So I'm like, can't we just snake it? And he's like, do you know how much a snake costs? It's like $4,000. I'm like, uh, pretty sure my dad has a snake. Like pretty sure there's cheaper ones, but Brett is just not thinking clearly and blowing it out of proportion. So I am like, well, what are we going to do? He's like, we're just gonna have to close the bathroom door. You're going to have to wake up in the morning, go get a a toilet auger from Home Depot and come back and see if we can, we'll see if we can, you know, do that. So I literally can't sleep last night because I'm just freaking out about like there just being like water in the bathroom and that it's just like a hot mess. I'm just, I just can't sleep. So I'm tossing and turning. I finally fall asleep and then Brett wakes me up this morning and he's like, are you still going to Home Depot? And I'm like, yeah, so I get up. I don't take I just brush my teeth. I don't even brush my hair. I just put clothes on because I know that when I come back and if Brett fixes it, I'm going to have to clean the bathroom. (gasps) (gasps) I fucking can't. 
that it's because here's the thing it's someone else's shit the thought of of me eventually having to clean that up is making me just want to burn the house down just kidding i feel like that's bad karma let me knock on wood it's making me want to just move because i don't want to deal with it it's disgusting so i wake up i get in the car and there's no gas in the car so we have diesel and I don't, I haven't really sussed out where all the diesel stations are yet. So I was going to drive down Watt Avenue and hope that I hit one on my way to Home Depot, but I didn't want to chance it because let me tell you, I've ran out of gas once before and it is not fun. <laughs> I know my car. I don't know this car yet. So I don't know how far I can push it to the limit. So I go out of my way to go to a gas station where I know there's diesel and then I go to Home Depot. So I go inside, I'm looking at all the aisles. I'm like plumbing. Okay. It's gotta be down there. So I go down the plumbing aisles. I don't see it. So I finally, I have to find someone to ask. And it's like eight o'clock in the morning. Like it's, I know it's not early, but it's early to be at Home Depot. So I'm looking, I'm trying to find someone and I'm like, hi, do you know where a toilet auger is? Like I'm saying it all awkward because I don't know what it is. And he's like, yeah, it's at the end of aisle 14. You'll see it. So I go, I find it $75. It's hella heavy. I, it's like a it's like a huge one. So I, I guess it's like flushes out the system. I don't really know. So I'm carrying this massive thing out of Home Depot to the car. And behind me, I hear nice day outside, isn't it? So I turn around because they sounds like they're really close to me. I turn around and there's a guy on a bicycle in a Tommy Bahama shirt with a lime green mesh like bag over his head. So I can't really see his face, but his hair is like sticking out of the holes in the mesh bag. And I scream. I don't, it was, just, he was just so close to me and I, I was just not expecting that. And so he goes, oh, sorry to scare you little lady. And then tips his head and then takes off next to me. I'm like this fucking day. I can't. So I get home. I, Brett comes out into the garage and I'm like, did I already wish you a happy birthday? God, please tell me I did. He's like, yes, you did. I'm like, oh, thank you. Did I give you your card? Okay, perfect. So. He says, oh, wow, you got a good one. And so he brings it inside, tries to do it, and it's not working. And I'm like, uh, me, I'm not understand. I'm not understanding. I just think everything's cut and dry. I'm like, you used to do plumbing. Why don't you know how to fix this? You know, I'm like, so I'm such a bitch. I was like, I don't get it. Why can't you just fix it? Because in my head, I've talked about this before. I just feel like men can do it all. Like they just know how to do shit. So I'm like, what's the what's the problem? He's like, you're going to have to call a plumber. I'm like, are you serious? So I call a plumbing company and they're on their way between the hours of noon and two. So until then, I'm not allowed to use the bathroom. I'm just sitting here anxious because I have to pee so bad already. My sister-in-law and my brother do live down the street, so I could go down there if need be. But man, what a hassle. So I'm just waiting for the guy to get here. Brett's not here. He gave me a laundry list of things that I need to tell him to make sure that he understands what's happening. So I'm just waiting here with my notes. And so I thought, what better time than now to record my podcast and then clean up the shitty bathroom after they come and snake out the main line. So exciting. Normally, me and Brett would tag team it, but I'm not going to make him do that on his birthday. So I'm going to put on gloves. You know, the episode we just passed this episode on the Jersey Shore where they where Jenny and Snooki clean the smush room and they wrap themselves up in paper bags and like take the spray and like that's going to be me. Thank God masks are a thing now. So I'm going to put a mask on. I'm going to wrap myself up and I'm going to go in there and clean the bathroom. And here's the other shitty part. No pun intended. All the towels that we've been soaking everything up with. 
Like I said, our washing machine is broken. The part that we need is not coming until Friday. So me, I'm like, just throw them all away. And Brett's like, but then all of our rag, our trash towels are going to be thrown away. I'm like, I don't fucking care. What what else are we going to do with them? Are they going to sit and fester in the garage? Ugh. No, just throw them away. So that's what's been happening for the past 12 hours. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Of course, this would happen. I'm, I'm like having heart palpitations just talking about this. I, I'm, I'm not cut out to be cleaning my own shit, let alone other people's shit. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about something else. Speaking of masks, why the fuck do people drive around with their masks on? What? I mean, that, that has to be dangerous, first of all. With sunglasses and masks, like you get all fogged. Like, why are you doing it? Do you think that there's contaminated air in your car? Do you understand that you're allowed to be inside of your car without your mask on? I understand if it's like a Lyft or Uber driver, but even then, just like put it around your neck and then pull it up when you have a passenger. I don't get it. So if someone listening drives around with their mask on, can you please explain it to me? Inquiring minds need to know. You know when you're so hungry and your stomach's like making noises and normally you could take a sip of water to like subside it. I can't take a sip of water right now because one sip of water is going to push me over the edge. So let's get on to the next topic. My friend Cody, she had a dog forever, um, Harley. It was a Yorkie and he passed away at the beginning of the year. And so she's kind of been talking about how she wants that companionship of another animal. But, you know, a dog is a lot of work. So and she just, you know, got a new car and she's wanting to like travel and not have to worry about getting a dog sitter over the weekend. I was like, what about a cat? She's like, eh, maybe. I don't know. Cats also require, you know, someone to look after them if you're going to be gone for a few days. So Cody text messages me on Friday and her text says, I've made a decision. I'm going to get a bird for my birthday, a bud, bud, budgery, bud." Budgerigard. Oh, God. Brett told me how to say this. But and the reason that he knows how to say it, I'll get to that. Budgerigard. I think that's how you say it. She said they're cheap. They only live five to seven years and they talk. She said a dog's too big of a commitment right now. So this is the best option. I said, I'm fucking dead. That's the last thing I was ever expecting. How do you even take care of a bird? Like it goes to the bathroom in its house. Where do you even get one? So she goes on to tell me like what she's researched. And I'm reading this, these text messages to Brett because I'm dying at the fact that she's going to get a bird. Like I just can't picture her sitting in her apartment with like a bird flying around, especially a talking bird. So I'm, I'm reading these text messages to Brett and Brett goes, Oh, a budgery guard or whatever it's called. He said, I had one of those growing up named sky. And so I also am now dying that Brett had this exact same bird and that its name was Skye. And he starts telling me all these characteristics of this bird. So I'm simultaneously texting Cody about everything Brett's saying. And I'm also texting my friend Amanda. And we're all, I wish I just would have gotten us all on a group text because I'm just being the middleman to everyone's conversation. So I was sending screenshots of, of Cody wanting a bird to Amanda. And then I was texting Amanda and Cody everything that Brett was saying. And Amanda says, I feel like it's really ironic that a caged bird was named Sky. <laughs> and Brett said it was named Sky because it was blue like the sky. I'm like, okay, that's a little bit better. Oh, God, I just can't imagine having a bird. Brett said that this bird would say, oh, fuck off, you whore. I'm trying to do a bird voice. They taught it. His dad taught it bad words or Brett did. It would go. He would just say, fuck, fuck, fuck over and over again. And so the bird would say that all the time. So I really hope that Cody teaches it profanities. But also Brett said 
It doesn't just really fly around. Like he used to put his finger out and say, here, Sky," and the bird would fly over to his finger. But other than that, it walks around a lot. I'm very intrigued. I've never been a bird person. I've never really been around a bird up close. But oh, my God, I just I hope that like Cody takes it on walks. I don't know if that's safe. I don't know if you're allowed to go outside with it. But I just can't imagine sitting inside having like a bird in the house. I understand that lots of people have pet birds, but I just think it's hilarious. Stand by for when she gets it. I told her that I want to go with her to pick it out because I'm just very intrigued by the whole bird process. Brett, man, he cracks me up. The same day on Friday, we were getting ready to go outside to wash the car. I bought all this stuff from chemical chemical bros, chemical guys, one of the two so that we could wash the car and we go outside and Brett's like, I haven't washed a car in a really long time. So I'm like, well, I used to wash the car every weekend with my dad. So I'm trying to like watch him talk him through it. And he's like, I'm going to put on a playlist. He's like, you're going to love it. And I'm like, something you should know about Brett. He listens to the same music over and over again, the same playlist over and over again, the same songs. They're all terrible. Unfortunately, I know them all because I have to hear them all the time, but I have never heard anyone get so excited about listening to the same music that they listen to every day over and over again. So he brings the speaker outside. I'm gathering the things that I need. I walk outside and Brett's playing some like, I don't know, walk to remember Enya type of stuff. I'm like, this is what we're going to listen to to wash the car. Are you serious? And he's like, oh, it's a great song. I swear I wrote down the lyrics. This is one of the lines from the song. I remember a time we was drunk on Mars. That's not even proper English. We was drunk on Mars. That was in the song. We was. I've noticed that Brett says that, though. He says we was. It just must be like an English thing. But yeah, that's a literal song that we were stuck listening to. And he was loving it. I'm like, can we get something a little more up tempo? I'll even settle for Oasis. Just anything but this. The weirdest music. I'm like, the neighbors are going to think we're weird. Brett's just a character. Lately, when we've been watching, like I said, we've been watching Jersey Shore or when we watch anything, the challenge, Brett asks a million questions like things that I would never know in a million years. So we were watching the challenge reunion last Wednesday, part one. If you don't watch the challenge, man, it's one of the best shows on TV. So they are all doing the reunion show via Zoom because obviously of COVID-19. And so they're they're introducing everyone. Their little squares are coming up and they're waving. And Brett looks at me and goes, where's Jordan? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, Tori's there. So where where's Jordan? And Tori and Jordan are boyfriend, girlfriend. I said, Brett, I, I'm not friends with these people. I don't know where Jordan is. We're watching the Jersey Shore. Someone random is in the house. He's like, who's that guy? When did he get there? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, you've seen it. I'm like, yeah, but I, I don't know who that guy is. He's just a random guy in the background. I don't know. He asks me stuff like that I couldn't possibly know. And he does this all the time. And he wonders why I get frustrated. He's like, why are you so mad? I'm like, because you're asking me stupid questions. I'm like, just watch the show. Or he'll we'll be watching a movie and he'll start asking me a million questions in the beginning. I'm like, just watch. You're going to find out. He's like, you can't tell me. I'm like, Brett. It drives me crazy. I know there's other people like that out there. Oh, I guarantee it. There's plenty of people out there that are just like Brett. I want someone to reach out to me who's married to someone or knows someone that watches TV like Brett does. And then we're going to hook them up and they can watch TV together so they can both experience how fucking annoying it is. Oh, Brett cracks me up. 
So my sister-in-law and her sister, they're, we're on a group text and we text constantly all day long and they're texting me and asking me if I was able to go to the bathroom yet. And I said, no. And they were, my sister-in-law was like, you can come down to our street and go to the bathroom. And then her sister, who is super dry, sense of humor and sarcastic was like, or you could just take a shit in your pool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. Great advice. Thank you for that. 10, 10, 10 recommendation. Something else funny Brett does. He had no problem today, like cleaning the toilets and stuff. He just put a put a pair of gloves on and got it done like it doesn't phase him. But for some reason, Chuck and his bathroom tendencies like make his skin crawl. So at night when we're watching dinner, some or when we're watching dinner, when we're watching TV, sometimes we'll hear Chuck in his litter box and then he'll run straight into the living room and he'll get on the couch and Brett is like, you've been in your shit house. Get off the couch. And so he'll slap the couch to scare Chuck to get him off the couch and so he did it recently and I was like oh you can't do that I'm like poor Chuck he's you're gonna scare him from he's gonna think that going to the bathroom is a bad thing like he doesn't understand what he's done wrong I was like so you can't do that to him I'm like gently pick him up and and put him off if you're uncomfortable with him getting straight from the litter box on the couch but you can't slap the couch to scare him I'm like it's cruel and so as a joke I was like Go apologize to him. He's sad. Brett got up off the couch, walked upstairs, found Chuck, and I heard him have a full-blown conversation with him. You know, Chuck, I'm really sorry. I just didn't want your shitty paws on the couch cushions. Can you please wipe them off before you get on there? I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. And I'm downstairs just dying laughing. I wanted to record it so bad, but I knew that if I got close, he would stop. And I knew that my phone wouldn't pick it up from how far away I was. Oh, gosh. He is so funny. I I wish that you guys could understand how much he hated cats when he moved here. He wanted nothing to do with them. I had two cats at the time. I was fostering Delilah, who my dad has now. And he was like, I can't live in a house with two cats. And I was like, well, Chuck isn't going anywhere. But Delilah's just a foster. I was planning on keeping her, but my dad really likes her. So I can just give her to my dad. But Brett was just so anti-cats. And the way that he treats Chuck now... I mean, we get in bed at night and Brett goes and finds him and puts him in his bed. And if he gets right out, Brett will like try to figure out what's bothering Chuck. Like, is the fan on too, too loud or is it spinning too fast or, you know, are my feet too close to him? He's always like, move your feet so that Chuck can get comfortable. It's just crazy how night and day it is. When the first time I went to England, I was telling all of his friends or all of his friends were asking him how it was living with a cat. And Brett still acted. He was playing cool guy. He was like, oh, the fucking cat. I'm like. Don't let Brett say the fucking cat. Brett loves this cat. He has all these pictures with the cat, smiling and putting his face up. I was showing all these pictures of of Brett cuddling Chuck. He tries to act like a tough guy, but he loves that cat. And I feel bad throwing him under the bus because I know some of his friends listen to this. And then he's the butt of all their jokes all day when I talk about him. But um, I'm sure that he's used to it because everyone knows how Brett is. really is one of the funniest people ever. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you about this right now. This week, I've been talking about Brett's music so much. I'm going to let Brett make a playlist for this week's podcast. I told him about that. And you would have thought that I just named a star after him or told him he was going to the moon. He looked so excited. So we're going to call it BB playlist, Brett's birthday playlist. So that's what you'll be able to look for and find on Spotify and on Apple Music at Megan Rage is how you find me. So BB playlist. I told Brett he has to keep it to 20, 30 songs. They can't all be Oasis. So if my music isn't your cup of tea and you like more of like a Brit pop alternative, I don't know, 90s, 
There will be some marshmallow on there because he's a real big fan of marshmallow. I can't really pinpoint Brett's taste in music. It's a little all over the place, but also not like it all sounds the same, but it's different. Wait till you see. You'll hear. If you don't like it, at least you'll get a good laugh and you'll experience the pain that I go through every weekend when I have to listen to this weekend or when I have to listen to this music all weekend long. He literally does not let me play my music. It's his his music or bust. So enjoy the playlist this week. A couple podcasts ago, I was telling you guys that my doctor requested to see a very graphic picture um, so that she could remove some skin tags from my bikini line. I ended up messaging her back and being like, can I just get an appointment and come in? Because I really don't want to just like send these pictures. I know it's secure, but can I just come in? So I came in and I, I just recently switched doctors. So this was a new doctor. So I had my visit on Friday and she was like, "Okay, well, I'm just going to, you know, freeze them off and then they'll fall off. And I'm like, "Okay." she's like, I have to go get someone because of the area this is in. There has to be two people in the room. So she went and got another person, came in with her little like freezer thing that's going to freeze them off. You guys, zero ten recommend getting your skin tags removed, especially if they're on your bikini line. I'm in so much pain right now. Not only do I have to pee, it hurts to wear pants or shorts or underwear. They don't. Brett told me that when he got his skin tags removed, they got frozen and then they were cut off. Well, she didn't cut them off. She went over each one. There's five. Froze them all three times. It was so painful. I instantly started sweating. Oh, my mouth's getting juicy just talking about it because it was so painful. And then that was it. She sent me on my way. So they're still there. They haven't been removed. They are so sore. So my sister-in-law and I have been walking um, every night around our neighborhood and I was telling her about it. And she said that every time she's gotten something removed, it, it they get really big and then they fall off. I'm like, oh, dear God. So I don't know. We were supposed to be going on vacation this weekend, too. Thank God we're not. Can you imagine? It hurts so fucking bad. I had no idea it was going to be so painful. The first time that she went, the first round of freezing them, I was like, I was making noises because it was very painful. She's like, do you want me to keep going? I was like, well, I mean, yeah, you might as well. But let's see, what's today? Tuesday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So we're basically like five days. Well, four from when it happened and it hurts terribly. Nothing has changed. And she was like, there's a chance they're not going to come off. And I'm like, well, how... How do we get them off? So I'm just over here, not able to pee, dying. Um, my nose is currently plugged up because I haven't taken an allergy pill because that would require me to drink water. Can't just swallow pills all willy nilly with a dry ass mouth. So this is the struggle bus, 2020. I had to think about what year it is. I need to try. I wanted to like stop this morning, get Brett, get Brett some Starbucks. But all this shit that's happening just made it impossible. I just feel so guilty. It's not like we did anything for my birthday. I mean, for crying out loud, I got furloughed on my birthday. But I just feel I, I get a lot of pleasure from doing things for other people. I know it might not seem like it because I'm like, I don't cook. I hate cleaning. But like giving gifts or doing something that I know someone will appreciate or like. I really like that. It brings me a lot of joy. So like. Not having anything for Brett right now, not being able to do anything for his birthday, considering he's such like a busybody, makes me sad. Like the malls are closed. I wasn't able to get him like cologne or anything. We did say that we were getting each other tattoos for our birthday. So we have money set aside for that. But I just I gave him his card and I just feel like, I don't know, I want his birthday to be special. And I feel sad that I'm not able to do anything for him. But that's life. Everyone has had a birthday this year. Well, not everyone yet, but a lot of people have had to spend their birthday in quarantine and, and, you know, 
had some big milestones, milestone birthdays. Brett's mom had a big milestone birthday this year. She was supposed to come to California. Her, her and Brett's dad, we were going to take them to Disneyland and then they were going to spend a couple weeks here. They were actually supposed to be coming around Labor Day. I don't think that's going to happen. My stepmom had a big milestone birthday. I just feel like everyone's been disappointed. So I need to not be so hard on myself about it, but I just feel really guilty because I want him to have such a good day, but he's over here plunging toilets, going to work. It's just freaking terrible. I bought a $75 uh, auger, which I know gave him a heart attack because I told him when I looked it up online, it was like 50 something dollars. And he's like, you know, he's a budgeter. So he doesn't like he likes to know how much money I'm spending. So anyways, we I told you about the um, the kayaks last week, the clear kayaks. And we were going to do that. But I, I also was telling you that I couldn't find an Airbnb and they were just it was just really expensive. The kayak itself is not that bad. I think for half a day, it's like $150. The kayak's not that expensive. And especially for the experience, I think that's well worth the money. The problem is obviously Tahoe's far away from Sacramento. So there was no way that we were going to wake up at 4 a.m. and get there for an eight o'clock appointment. And it was going to be so expensive to get a hotel or an Airbnb. It would have been just it would have been cheaper to go to Vegas. And that's what we were supposed to be doing this weekend. So I'm not going to spend more money to go to Tahoe. It just doesn't make sense to me. But my dad was also saying that he thinks Kings Beach and that whole area is on lockdown again anyway. So it's a good thing I didn't book. So we are going to try to do that for the by the end of the summer. If you haven't followed the clear kayaks yet, or if you don't know what I'm talking about, I talked about it in last episode. You can rent these clear kayaks at Kings Beach and um, go out for the day. You rent them. They give you like a waterproof phone case, a waterproof speaker. You can follow them on Instagram. I think it's wild.society. It's fucking awesome. I see that a lot of you started following them after I talked about it last week. It seems like such a great activity. I definitely want to do it this summer, if not this summer, next summer. It just seems like a once in a lifetime opportunity or like experience, you know? Obviously, I could just go to Lake Natoma and rent a kayak, but a clear one on Lake Tahoe where it's so blue. Oh, gosh, I was telling my dad about it. And my dad is so like, you know, has something to say about everything. And he's like, you know, if you tip over in Lake Tahoe, it's 15 minutes till you get hypothermia. I was like, okay, chill, buzzkill. We're not going to tip over. They're like big kayaks. It's not like I'm not going down rapids. It's like on the lake. It's just you're just supposed to go to different coves and like check out pretty scenery. So, yeah, if you um, want to make a day trip out of it, it's not that there's just 8 a.m. appointments available. But my friend that went said that the 8 a.m. appointment appointment is like the best time to go. So, like I said, wild.society on Instagram. Definitely check them out. Also, wild society. If you just Google it, you can find them on uh, on the web. Ew, on the web. <laughs> Something else that I talked about last week, I asked for suggestions because when I brush my hair, style my hair, there's hair literally all over the carpet and the bathroom floor. Um, thanks a lot for nothing because barely any of you responded. Uh, my friend Violetta, she messaged me and said, what about getting one of those vacuums like that they have at hair salons where they just brush it and it sucks it up? That is a good idea, but it's not installed into the wall. Like, isn't that some heavy duty shit? I don't know about that. I don't know where I would put it. That isn't a bad idea. But then also... Uh, hold on. The birthday boy's calling me. <sighs> Brett just said that he's on his way home and also has to pee. I'm like, well, we might just both be popping a squat behind a bush. I'm like, why do you stop somewhere at a gas station or something on your way home? Anyways, so um, my other friend, she messaged me about the hair situation. Let me just pull this up because I'm telling you, it was legit the funniest conversation and the most shocking conversation I've ever had in my life. 
So I'm going to leave her name out of it because I didn't ask her for permission to talk about this. I'm sure she would be fine with it, but um, okay. She said, girl, just brush your hair over the bathroom sink, then wipe it up with toilet paper. That's what I do. And I'm like, brush it over the sink. Like, what do you mean? And then I'm like, you mean like backwards? I said, I guess that's not a bad idea, but I still feel like it would get everywhere. And that's also inconvenient because I can't look at myself if I'm like leaned over the sink. So she said, no, just pull it to the side. Here comes the shocking part. She said, but I don't even use a brush. I don't even own one. I use my fingers. And then she said, my husband thinks I'm weird for that. I said, excuse me, what? You don't own a hairbrush? And she said, yeah. And her husband's mom's a hairstylist too. And I said, this is the most interesting conversation I've had all day. I said, so does his mom not say anything about you not owning a brush? So like, what if you go swimming and your hair's super tangled after the shower? And she said, I use my fingers. So let me just tell you, this girl has curly ass hair. She said she uses her fingers. I said, my mind is blown. She said, once I'm out of the shower, I throw my hair in a towel, then brush through my hair after with my fingers. She said, I'm cracking up. Is this really that weird? I said, I wouldn't even make it an inch down my head with my fingers. Like, do you know how good it would probably feel to brush your hair? She said, my hair would be an afro if I used a brush. And I said, well, yeah, my hair is curly too. I don't brush it when it's dry, but I can't believe you don't brush it when it's wet. And I sent her an emoji of Ariel with the fork. And she said, I'm literally at work. I fucking can't right now. I'll try a brush one day. Oh, can you imagine not owning a hairbrush and just getting out of the shower and fucking winging it? Like you just let it dry. And do you know how many knots are probably in that hair? It, let me tell you, if I didn't own a hairbrush and did not brush my hair, I would literally have to cut my hair off. I would have to shave my head because it would be that tangled. I can't even wrap my mind around someone not owning a brush. That's the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Just let that sink in. Imagine not owning a hairbrush. Is it, or is this a thing? Do other people not own hairbrushes? Please let me know. Slide in my DMs. <laughs> Uh, update on tattoo, um, artist that I talked about last week. I found out what happened to him. I'm not going to say because it's, I, I feel bad and, um, I do like the guy a lot, but what's crazy is Sacramento so small. Someone listening to my podcast knew him and hit me up just on a whim to see if it was the same guy. And it was, so she ended up telling me what happened or what's going on with him. So now I, I, I said last week that I felt bad about seeking out another tattoo guy because, you know, I just, I feel I I feel guilty now. I don't feel guilty because I know what's happened so I can move on. So this week on Instagram or late last week, I think I asked for tattoo artist suggestions and you guys sent me a ton of suggestions. I started following all of them. I um, looked to see what I what style what what people did the style that I think would best match what we want. I probably reached out on Instagram to like 15 tattoo artists Two responded and asked what we wanted. And then I told them and then they completely ghosted me. Everyone else didn't even bother responding. Brett and I want quite a bit of work done. Brett wants a full sleeve. And I want I mean, I want quite I want all the holes patched in on my left arm because I have one, two, three, four tattoos. And I just kind of want it to all come together. And so I'm like, do you not want money? I don't understand. Why aren't you responding? This is going to be like thousands of dollars. We saved up for our birthday presents. Like, why is nobody hitting me back. So finally, my girl Gabby that I've been friends with forever on Instagram 
She literally posts the most fire memes ever. She hit me up and was like, my baby daddy tattoos. So she sent me his information. And so I hit him up and he responded. So fingers crossed that that works out because I'm getting hella discouraged. He obviously said that tattoo shops are closed down right now, but he said that we can like meet and talk about like spacing and ideas and price and whatever. And so I'm really hoping that that comes through. I just don't understand what the deal with tattoo artists is like what they don't want business. They don't. I don't get it. Are they just like hella busy and they don't care? They don't need the extra money. It's crazy to me. I just can't believe that no one is is messaging me back. Like, cool. I don't know what to do. Like, do I just walk in somewhere? So anyways, hopefully this guy ends up getting back in touch with me in a couple weeks, like he said, and we can work something else at work something out. If not, I'm going to be coming back to you guys for more suggestions because I know someone has to know someone and you could put me in direct contact with them instead of this DM bullshit on Instagram because that is clearly not working out for me. Uh, I was just talking about Violetta is my friend is actually the girl, one of my close friends, but she's the girl that gave me the suggestion for my hair. She told me about the tattoo artist. She's the one that mutually knew him. And also mind blown, just started a baking business and surprised me this weekend with the most amazing baked goods and a custom what the Chuck cake. Purple and black, which are my colors. If you've seen my my logo, obviously you have because you're listening to it right now. You can just look at your phone or your Apple Watch or your iPad or whatever. She made it purple and black. She I knew she was making me some baked goods. She just started up this business. She wanted some of her like close friends to taste test. So I knew she was bringing me some baked goods. I just didn't know what. So I she calls me, tells me she's out front. I walk outside. There is a box that's closed and then this two layer massive cake with a what the chuck coming out of the top. I I couldn't, I had to like triple, I had to do a triple take. I couldn't believe it. The nicest thing, one of the nicest things someone's ever done for me. So we bring it all inside. She made chocolate covered strawberries, um, a, like a, not a yogurt. Oh God, why am I drawing a blank? Um, not a meringue, a custard with like walnuts and fruit on top. The best chocolate chip cookies I've ever had in my life. Some cupcakes, And Brett and I had been munching on it all week long. And then the cake, I didn't even want to cut into the cake. It was that perfect and that pretty. I wish you could save a cake. I I wish you could taxidermy a fucking cake because I'm obsessed with it. I just think it's the most thoughtful thing ever. So I posted all of it on my Instagram so you can check it out. Her Instagram's XO underscore P-A-N-A. If you want to give her a follow, she's also tagged. If you look at the cake on at what the Chuck podcast on Instagram, I have her tagged. So you can give her a follow if you have something coming up and you're trying to get some baked goods or you're just trying to get some baked goods for the house, for a birthday, for I mean, she's just check her out because it's amazing. We can't stop eating it. This is just going to be a giant cheat week for us because we're eating out. We're eating sweets. We just don't give a fuck. It's Brett's birthday. We're going to live it up. We're going to drink wine. We're going to eat chocolate covered strawberries and cake. We just took a little sliver out of the what the Chuck cake because obviously the point in her bringing this to me was for me to taste test it and to tell people about how good it is. But I felt so guilty cutting into the cake. We just cut a little sliver out of the back and then tonight we're going to stick some candles in it and use it as Brett's birthday cake. <laughs> Brett normally doesn't like sweets. So um, he was like, don't buy me a cake. You know, it's just I'm not going to eat it. But he has been we yesterday he noticed that one of the cookies was missing and was like, did you eat one of these cookies? We're sharing all of this. Don't remember. So these baked goods are so good that Brett even loves them. So, yeah, give her a follow. If you have something upcoming, definitely book her because she's freaking amazing she's just one of those people that knows how to make shit look good like all of her story posts are like written in cursive and there's a cute little heart and they're sparkly and 
placement, it just looks really nice. Like she just knows what she's doing and she always cooks these amazing dinners and she posts them for her and her husband and they just look everything that it just looks like she does everything perfectly. There's just people out there like that. I feel like Brett's mom is like that. Like she just everything. She just has an answer for everything, a remedy for everything, knows how to cook things perfectly, like knows how to make things look nice. Like there's just people out there that are like that. And those two people, Brett's mom, Violetta, my sister-in-law, her sister, those people, they're just like that. They just know how to make shit look good. Unfortunately, I don't have that gene. Everything that I touch turns to trash. So last week's podcast, I did something super fun and I rated all the guys that are going to be competing for Claire Crawley's heart on the most dramatic season of The Bachelorette. Only it's not going to be that dramatic because it's all going to be filmed from a resort. The producers are going to have to work real fucking hard to get some drama out of that season. So I rated all the guys that are going to be competing for Claire's heart. There's a lot of hot guys on this upcoming season. Like the ratio is looking real good. I'm going to kind of break it down again once I can actually see them, how they talk, what their personalities are like. Once Bachelor starts or Bachelorette starts, I'm going to be talking about it heavy. So if you don't watch it, I highly recommend not just because of this podcast, but just because it's a good show. Brett likes it so everyone that I know that hasn't watched it and then starts watching it it's like they don't want to watch it because they think it's stupid but then when they start watching it it's amazing and they can't fight it and then they get hooked so I've had a couple people reach out to me that said that they used to watch it and they don't need more but since listening to my podcast they're gonna have to and especially after looking at those guys oh great you guys I just choked on my spit I'm gonna start (coughs) there's that cough can't drink any water because I mean you know the you know the score So anyways, I'm going to talk about the guys more once I've seen them and um, can like, you know, because their looks might change once I get a feel for their personality. But one of the guys that I talked about, I I basically said nothing about him. I was like, this guy, meh, don't have anything to say about him because I didn't think he was cute. He has beady eyes, but I didn't say anything about him looking murderous. That was someone else that I talked about. So my friend Amanda, she messaged me and she was like, Ha ha ha. Listening to your podcast and I've met him. It's Tyler S 36 from Dallas, Texas. He's wearing all black. He's in a field. I said, shut up. You have where? So she said he's the brother and manager of Granger Smith. So the country artist, he's the brother and manager of him. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. So she also told me that she was listening to the Bobby Bones show and Bobby Bones was kind of speculating that he joined the show to kind of promote Granger Smith and to get him on the season because they normally have like a couple country artists perform like during a date. But I don't think that's going to happen this season because like I said, the whole season's going to be at a resort. Um, They're not doing hometowns there. It would be shocking to me that they would make the whole cast quarantine for two months before shooting and then they would let people in to do a performance unless they kept them really far away I don't know. We'll see. But that would be really funny if Granger Smith ended up being on the season. I mean, this guy's not going to win Granger Smith's brother. There's no fucking way. But I mean, if he's doing it just to get some exposure, I feel like people are going to find out that's his brother. And it's definitely going to be something that's going to be talked about. So still doesn't change my mind, though. He's still ugly. (laughs) Unless he looks hot in person. Some guys don't picture well. I am blessed to photograph very well. And then you see me in real life and I'm like, ooh, not as cute. But, you know, some people it goes the opposite way. They photograph really terribly and then they look good in real life. I don't know which is better. Uh, I feel like taking a taking a good picture is better than being good in real life. Actually, no, that's a lie. <laughs> oh, God. I just know how to stand. I know how to smile. Woo. 
I can't wait to get tattoos. I was telling Brett. Brett was saying that he wants me to get a leg tattoo. And I like the way leg tattoos look. But I don't really want to draw attention to my legs because I feel like my legs are they're real thick. And, you know, I've got some cellulite, which there's all these memes on Instagram that's like women have visible cellulite because the way the fat their fat cells are and men's are up and down and women's are squiggly, yada, yada, yada. Don't care why we have them. I just know that I have some cellulite and I used to be super self-conscious about it. I'm not as much anywhere anymore just because I see it everywhere. You know, a lot of girls have it. So I was telling Brett, I wouldn't mind a leg tattoo. I said, but I just don't want to draw more attention to my thighs. And he said, why? He said, no one wants a twig. He said, your thighs are great. He said, you've got nice thick thighs and childbearing hips. (laughs) Perfect. Pretty sure that's not something you're supposed to say, but I actually enjoyed it coming from him because I didn't know that's how he felt. I just always assume that like men like a real stick figure, but apparently Brett likes my thick thighs and childbearing hips. What do you guys think about a leg tattoo? I really, I wouldn't want to get a ton and I wouldn't want them on my calves, but on my thigh, visible in shorts. I don't know. I really like the way that they look on other people, but I don't know. Here's another thing. I don't have a lot of tattoo ideas. Like I'm not a girl that's going to pop in and be like, can you just give me an hibis- a hibiscus flower and a koi fish swimming in the direction of good luck and prosperity like that's not me I want everything to like it doesn't need to have a deep meaning but I just don't want it to be just like fluff like I want my shit to look good I want it to be well thought out so right now my only idea is I want a portrait of Chuck but kind I know I just said no flowers but like his face kind of mixed in with some type of like tree or flower or something just so it's not just like a black cat because I already have a portrait of my mom on my arm so I don't just don't want it to be just like an armful of pictures like I want it to have I don't know what artists call like I, I want it to just look better than just like a bunch of you know standalone tattoos I want it all to flow I guess that's the word that I'm looking for and then I really like the idea of having an old school fan, like a lace fan, like opened up across my arm. But other than that, I got nothing, literally nothing. Like, what are my interests? I like I like a palm tree. I'm into space, but I'm not going to get Uranus tattooed on my thigh. I just don't know what to get. So maybe that's a sign that I shouldn't get any more than, you know, what I currently am thinking of or what ideas I have. I shouldn't go beyond that. But I really, I mean, isn't that what tattoo artists are supposed to do? Aren't they supposed to help you kind of like figure out what you think would look good? I just don't want an arm full of like tulips. You know what I mean? Like I want, I want shit that like, that I, that I already like. I don't want to just settle for something because I need to fill space. So if you listen to me, I know this is a random request, but if you listen to me and you've pinpointed something that I talk about a lot, obviously not Chuck, cause I'm already getting that, but hit me up because when I was trying to figure out a name for this podcast, I almost called it rambling with Megan rage, but rambling has such like a negative connotation. Like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So you're just talking in circles. So I hit up DJ Hector S to make me a logo. And I was like, I don't really have a name for the podcast yet. And he was like, what's one thing you like? And I was like, cats, Chuck, what the Chuck with Megan rage? Like it was so easy. So sometimes I feel like other people can like stimulate your mind and help you, you know, produce great ideas. So maybe someone listening has heard me talk about something and can offer up some good tattoo ideas because I am drawing a blank and the guys that I've talked to about tattoos they've been like what do you want and Brett has such a clear picture of what he wants I don't know if I talked about this in a previous podcast but he wants all the Oasis album covers kind of mashed up and made into a sleeve go figure 
And for me, I'm like, um, I want a portrait of my cat and uh, a lace fan. And yeah, that's it. I just feel kind of stupid. So if anyone can offer up some suggestions or has some like a cool tattoo inspiration page that they follow on Instagram, please send it my way because I could really use it. So there's one last thing that I want to talk about on this week's podcast, and that is something that I've been obsessed with, obsessing over for the past couple weeks. So I live in Rosemont and in Rosemont, there is this huge mansion and my sister-in-law's mom was telling me about it back in February. And she basically said that it's the man love mansion and they used to own all of the property like around Rosemont. Like there was never housing here until the 70s. And before that, that mansion still stood and it, this was just all of its land. So now it's fenced off and it's on two acres. And back in 2016, someone bought it. It was super like beaten down, run down, overgrown with weeds and trees. And someone bought it and they totally redid it and they're selling it. It was on the market last year for $1.2 And now the price has dropped. It's at like $9.95. This house is freaking beautiful. Um, it was originally built in the 1800s. It was owned by the second ever sheriff of Sacramento. The history is just rich on this house. And you're able to look at inside pictures on like Redfin and Zillow. You can just look up the Man Love Mansion to get the address. I can't get to the front of it because it's kind of like fenced off and then it's surrounded by houses. So like the back backyards of houses are like backed up to it. But what's really cool is it has a Folsom Boulevard address because before like when it was built you were able to enter from Folsom Boulevard but now it's fenced in and right outside of where the entrance was is light rail so it's just so crazy like how much has been built around this house and the woman that flipped it is now selling it and when she first took over the house she found a time capsule inside and she's also selling that with the house if you google it you can find a video from KCRA. They did a news report on it, but you can also just find all this history on it from the Sacramento Bee. And then you can find the address and look at it on Zillow. So I am obsessed with houses. Part of me, I, I've been like conflicted on what to do if I don't go back to radio, if they don't have me back. I hate the state. I don't want to go back. I love houses. I could look at houses all day long. When we were looking to buy a house, I had all these alerts set up on Redfin and Zillow. And everyone told me like after we buy our house to turn the notifications off because you don't want to keep looking after you found your house because you're going to find a house that you love better and you wish you would have waited, blah, 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 blah. Well, I never did that. I still get tons of notifications from Redfin and Zillow. I constantly am looking for houses for sale. I'm constantly looking at houses in Beverly Hills because hi, obsessed. So looking at houses is just something that I fucking love to do. So I've been contemplating. I'm like, should I get my real estate license? Should I sell houses? I just feel like I know so many people that do that. And would I be able to compete? Like, would I be able to even get business? But I'm just obsessed with houses. I want to go inside all the houses. I want to see all the houses. So this man love mansion, it was on the market, like I said, for 1.2 million. It was taken off. Now it's back on the market for 9.95. And I am dying to go inside. I actually found the woman that flipped it on Facebook. And I was thinking about reaching out to her and saying that, like, you know, I've talked about this on my podcast and I just want to get some more information about the house. But I don't know if she would be into that because I know that she knows that everyone in this neighborhood is obsessed with that house. Like, I guess back in 2019, back in 2019, last year in 2019, there was an open house and a ton of people went like there was a line down the block of people trying to get into this house. So I don't know if she would like be cool with me coming inside, but I totally want to reach out to her take a tour, um, talk about it again on the podcast. I'm just so 
fascinated by it because it's just so big and it looks like it looks old, but it's also been redone. It's like this big yellow house. You can actually see it from Folsom Boulevard. It's massive. Um, so yeah, do you think it's weird if I reach out to her? I found her on Facebook. I the house has been featured in in like the New York Times, Sac B, like all obviously the no, local news sites. But I am dying to go inside. I literally have to see it. I it, it's keeping me up at night. I've been walking by it. I all the time when we go on our walks, I look at it every day online. Do you think it's weird if I reach out to her and ask if I can come inside? Because your girl's about to do it. All right. So I've left you with a lot today. I've literally talked about more topics, I think, than I've ever talked about my entire podcast. We're almost at an hour right now. So let me just remind you of a couple things. Follow me on Instagram at what the Chuck podcast. Please rate, review and subscribe to subscribe to this podcast. If you do um, hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM and I'll send you one of my new stickers. I got some really cool holographic stickers that are new. I'm kind of running low, so I'm going to cap it at 10. Um, so the first 10 people to rate, review, subscribe and follow me on Instagram will get a sticker. You just have to send me your name and address and I'll get that sent off to you. Um, also share it. If you're listening, put a screenshot on your timeline, on your story so that other people can get annoyed by you posting about it every week and finally give in and listen to it. Please, for the love of God, do that for me. Um, and also don't forget Brett's birthday playlist. BB playlist is what you're looking for on both Apple Music and Spotify. Um, follow at Megan Rage. That's how you're going to find him. If you have trouble finding it, I know a couple people have hit me up. I'm able to send you the link so that you can start following me. So if you haven't been able to find it, just message me. I'll send the link so that you can start following me on Apple or Spotify, whatever you prefer. But yeah, this week's playlist is going to be BB playlist, Brett's birthday playlist, all songs, a playlist curated by the one and only Brett. I almost said the last name. I guess it really doesn't matter because a lot of you probably know our last name. Um, but that's the whole reason I created Megan Rage. So people didn't have to know my last name. Anyways, we're not getting into this. I've hit an hour on this podcast. So people that were requesting that I make it a little bit longer, you're welcome. By the time I edit it, it'll probably be more like 55 minutes, but you're still getting way more than you normally do. Hopefully that doesn't deter you from listening. Hopefully you're like, hopefully you're not like this bitch is talking way too long and you stopped 30 minutes ago. If you've made it through, I thank you. Do you prefer an hour? Do you prefer 30, min 30 minutes? Let me know. Am I talking too much right now? I'm just trying to distract myself from having to go to the bathroom. So when I stop talking in a few minutes, I literally don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to pace the house and wait for Brett to get home. I might pop a squat behind a bush in our front yard. We have big ones, so I'm pretty sure I can get away with it or I can just get in the car and drive down the street. Lazy as fuck. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the What the Chuck podcast with me, Megan Rage. I'll be back next week for episode 10. Just a side note, made it way past episode eight. Just a reminder. Thanks. Have a great day. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.